Blog Talk Radio. This is me, Helena, Helena Steiner Hornstein, speaking to you yet again. I'm sorry about the little, you know, pause that I had. Uh, I was going to speak to you last week, but somehow something came up. And that, that time, last time, I remember we spoke about the various stages of awakening. And I promised them to speak about the continuation about that this time. But somehow when I looked here, oh, but there are three different subjects coming up these next few weeks. So we'll do that. And uh, then we go back to the continuation of the awakening stages because we need that. And maybe there's a reason why we have to wait a little bit, like with so many things. So again, I'm Helena Stanley Hornstein. My websites are findingyourinnerlight.com and again, body, soul, connection. So findingyourinnerlight.com and body, soul, connection. Soul is written with S-O-U-L. And I had so many writing me saying, Oh, that website doesn't work, but they don't know how to spell soul, which is, you know, not the soul, the fish, or, or, or the soul under your shoes. No, I mean the soul in your body, your body and soul. So there we go. I see we're going to talk about the state of the planet. Well, if you would Google that, you will say, oh, God, this state of the planet is broken. We are having problems. I don't want to make a whole show like this about the negative things that are happening in the world. We know that. I just want you to open your eyes and be aware of what's going on. And that maybe you can help out one way or the other in who you pick for your leadership, in what you do with your, with your, you know, your products. How do you throw away your garbage, for instance? What do you choose when you're drinking out of a glass? Do you choose to pick a straw or do you drink directly out of the glass? All those many little things that can help out with this planet having so many, many problems. We've had that before all along. But it hasn't kind of come to this part in time, or this time, in, this place in time, when we really have to rethink a few things. It's really necessary to take care of our planet. I do my part. You know, I work with the people. So the people may change. Only one at a time, it seems. It's slow, but once you approach the right people, the ones who have the power to change things, people in government, people in the leading positions. That is how you change the world, through changing them. So that's why you also, in your life, you pick the right leaders for you, 
for your city, for your country, and for your world. You haven't been so good at that. I mean, if you look at what we have picked in the past, you know, and maybe we didn't pick those people in the past. They kind of picked themselves, and then they just arranged it so they would get a lot of followers. Because no leader can be a leader. Doesn't matter how good he or she is unless he gets followers. And that's a thing that men are good at. They stick together in a way. They have no trouble finding leaders. For women, it's harder. But then there's something called the feminine energy. And that feminine energy is love and light within us. And we all have that. And that is what we all of us can start to use. And it's about time. People are now being sacrificed unnecessarily because of the crime of others. This is happening in the world as we speak. This has been a world of war just about all the time. I believe I read somewhere, just during the time of recorded history, we have been at peace only 8% of the time. That's not very much. And I think they just didn't know about some local war somewhere else. And how do we start the war? Well, it's usually through power games. But also, if you read commercial history, it's been because of the need of the people. They ran out of food. They ran out of, of life possibilities, of living possibilities. So they started to move around. And now they wanted to go to places where they could conquer a better life. This is that kind of war. But the wars we've seen the most of are the power games. Some, usually just one individual, one guy who wanted more power. We see them as we, as I speak. They're right now. Look at in each country, you might have them. Well, not here in Sweden, <laughs> probably. <laughs> do you know, again, do you remember that Sweden is the, the country in the world where you have been at peace more than any other country in the world again. So, Swedes, you have to listen to this. You really could make a change in the world through just talking about what it means to be at peace. But now, what do we do in Sweden? We accept all kinds of criminal elements to come to Sweden to destroy Sweden. There is hardly a day now without a bombing, a bombing incident somewhere in Sweden. Bombs are thrown into houses, onto balconies. And we read about it, we hear about it in the morning, the next day. It's happening. And who is causing this? Well, in Sweden, it's not the Swedes. There are people who come here to 
we want to destroy peace. And that is what we have to be much stricter about stopping in the world. Not only this thinking that people have this kind of thought, this kind of new age thought, oh, it will sort itself out. Oh, yes, just let it pass. Kesera, kesera. Really, just what happens, happens. I'm so sick and tired of that talk, particularly in Sweden, where you really start to have a problem right now. Start to just be part of something, not just part of a group where you worship certain ideas or certain people. No, be part of an action where you can actually help the world at all times. The sad part is that we are part of a world right now, a planet that is changing. When I started to channel information, and of course I wasn't very good at it, I just kind of picked up on any kind of news coming out from the universe. And this is what we don't understand about channeling. You have bad channeling and you have good channeling. Who are you connecting with? Or do you just ask the universe, or oh, tell me what? And you will get any old soul coming in and telling you any nonsense. And this is happening a lot. I see it all the time. Good channeling is only depending on who and what channels your information. That's very, very important to know that. Because I have heard so much being told or said to me, oh yes, but that channeled information. And I just said, oh, come on. This is not really what you want to, to trust as information. Are you channeling the higher source? This is the whole point. Channel the right information. I have channeled so many in the beginning when I just started. I picked up on all those channeling canals, you know, channels coming to me from anywhere, and was all nonsense. It took a while before I had to learn how to ask for the highest good in my channeling. And then as I was moving along, it got finer and finer and finer polished, and I eventually got to the source of information. But during the beginning, and I haven't heard that now from the highest source, but in the beginning what came back to me a lot was, oh, the planet is going to get destroyed and all the good ones, all the good souls are going to be saved. Okay. And what I also heard was that the poles are changing position. I believe that. It is kind of coming back. Yes, the poles are changing positions, meaning the North Pole and the South Pole. They are kind of drifting, or what you can say. And I don't think poles can drift because they are, you know, magnetic stations. Uh, or, you know, they are the 
focus for the magnet. So somehow there is a shift on this planet and in this planet, which is interesting. And now because of that, and this I heard also from the higher sources, that ocean currents are going to change direction. They're going to swirl around in a different mode somehow. And that will be of great importance to the planet. And also that now we will get more activity from Earth with earthquakes and volcanoes and tsunamis and so on. All that will be moving for us. In the near future, it has started already. So we have to be prepared one way or the other. And that's why I'm saying you have to start to re-educate yourself to a more practical thing. Think about if suddenly all our computers are out of mode. I mean, they just don't work anymore. Could happen. Now look at young people. They cannot even read time. It's sad, but they can't. They cannot read. They cannot write their names anymore. You cannot write down directions to someone with, you know, with a pen, with a piece of chalk, with your finger in the sand. Can you even write help with your finger in the sand, you know, if you landed on an island? All those little things, I think this is what we have to prepare ourselves for for the future. I'm not saying something's going to happen next week, but it's something we should think about, that we have been a survivor on this planet for a long time, and we can continue to be so. You've had leaders who tried to kill us. You know, Mao in China, he killed millions and millions. I had numbers of over 40 million people. Hitler killed worldwide, probably they said 60 million at the time, but it, within, you know, closer reach was 10, 15 million people. I mean, what is going on? How do we love Stalin? My goodness, 130 million people killed in the Soviet Union. He executed that many people just through showing his power, not even through war times or anything, in battles. No, just personally giving orders to execute people. And you see the same in Russia today. I have listeners in Russia, and I think the Russians as people, as the real people, the women in Russia, you are such wonderful people. You would give, if you only had one apple and you were starving, you would give that apple to someone else. This is the type of person you are. You are absolutely, I've seen so many good sides of the people of Russia. But Russians have always had very problematic leaders. And it seems like Russian people have always been in a mode of suffering. And you're used to dictators. You're just used to taking orders. But I've been alone with you Russians and you have been dancing and eating 
what you had for food and you've been sharing your food and you have kept a certain style all through. And I'm not talking about people who are of the good, you know. <laughs> so you have a lot of people in all countries. You have all the good and the bad. And now in Sweden, you really have to watch out because, again, we should keep a, we should keep this, that we are actually the only country in the world to have kept peace for so long like we have done. So what has gone wrong with us people? We have not listened to love and we have followed the darkness instead of the, the light. And we pay no attention to the darkness happening. We pay no attention for new leaders coming in, not being of love and light. And in this, there's one thing that you must, and I say, once you follow that, and it's quoted from the Bible, from the New Testament, and that is from Matthew, you shall know them by their fruits. You notice very early on with the leaders they are and what they stand for because they are working totally in their own interest from the very beginning. They want the power. That's why they are in the position of wanting that leadership. And that's why we have to pay attention. Look at your own leaderships in your own countries. They are there because what is happening in the world is that the good is trying to take over, meaning love and light is actually trying to take over the planet. And so many things are better today than what they were. But then we are deceived somehow into this thinking of wanting to have power. And that is that you can have your belief through having more materialistic values in your life. More money. Money is the new God out there. Unless you suddenly worship some leader who is kind of saying things that you like. But any leader has a background, and you can look at this again. You should know them by their fruit, meaning you should know them by their deeds. Look at what they have done in the past. Are they truthful? Are they working with the light? Are they good to people? What is happening to people who have worked with them or working with them? Look at all the things out there for their lead, for your leaders. And don't fall for those words that they come up with. They are nothing but entertainers looking for power. Look at their sacrifices that they have put themselves through. That is how you see a leader. Unfortunately, there are very few of them right now. I have many women who come to me who have gone through very difficult times. And they have survived those leaders. 
We need more women in leadership. Women are responsible for life in a different way. Only a woman really, really knows the true value of a human being. We know what it means to give birth, to nurture a small baby, to go through all those years of worries and nurturing and care. Where you men, what do men do? You go out, you bring in the bread, so to speak. You bring in the money. But you are also starting to leave the well-being of other people. I don't think you're good at that. You have proven that to the world. If you say against me, well, you don't really know what you're talking about. And I mean that. We have to put more women in leadership. And we start now thinking that way and acting that way. And women don't always vote for those men. Stand up yourself. Unfortunately, the women who stand up and want to be voted in are not always the best ones either, unfortunately. But they are out there. And look at... You know, the leaders out there in the world have been women. They've been fantastic. Like Golda Meir in Israel. She took over a mess with all those men who had screwed up everything. And she came up being the grandmother that she was and sought things out. This is what it means to be a woman grandmother. You have raised children and you have raised grandchildren. You have raised husbands and son-in-laws and sons. You know what it means to take care and talk to a man. More and better than anyone else. So this is the state of our world. We have to start to be women more. Women in Sweden, you're fantastic. You're so powerful. But what you have done, you have given your powers away. You, have, you did it with the wrong approach. You said to the men, oh, we are just as good as you are. We're just as strong as you are. And they started to just ignore those open doors if they're carrying packages. And they ignored this when you have a heavy suitcase. They just lifted up themselves and broke their backs and complained now about bad health instead of allowing the men to do what they know best, lifting heavy weights. Let them do that for heaven's sake. I hate, and I said that before, I think, because I say it privately, I hate to be on a plane to, from America to Europe. And now somewhere in Europe, I have to change to a flight to Stockholm, Sweden. And now I have those Swedish guys in business, sitting on that plane with their free tickets and everything as paid by the business. And now they sit there and glare out in the air, and I come with this heavy bag that has to go up above the seat. Ten pounds or ten kilos that they can be is heavy for me to lift. I have always had a bad back, and now I'm not that strong anymore. Do you think that any of those Swedish guys would stand up and say, oh, can I help you? No. It's always an American or 
someone else from a different country. And that is what I protest against Swedish women. You have not done this right. You have given away your womanhood. It's great to be a woman. It's fantastic to be a woman. Don't ignore your womanhood, your femininity. Continue to be that and start raising your children and grandchildren that way too. Because I'm so sick and tired coming to Sweden with those men who don't even bend down trying to help someone who cannot lift up a heavy rock. You know, this is what it is. Because you Swedish women have taught your guys, oh no, we can do that ourselves. Swedish guys are fantastic. They're wonderful. They're so helpful. They want to help you. And they have these laws in Sweden where the guys have to stay home with the kids for almost a year after the baby is born. The guy has to do that. After the woman has done her year at home with the baby, now she's expected to go out back to the workforce now it's the man's turn. Now he knows what it means to have a human being in your care. The value of a human being. My God, it's not easy. And they find that out. And now what I like is when you have guys going out with the baby carriages and um, with their kids together for a coffee. My daughter got such a kick out of that. She was just as, I can't believe it with these guys getting together with the babies for coffee. <laughs> and, that. and it looks so nice and it makes them so much more open to the changes of life and nature around them. So we have a good thing out here, starting in Sweden. But the Swedish women had to make this a little bit in a different way. Because womanhood is actually the only way that we can save the planet right now. Get rid of those macho, selfish, self-serving men out there who do not value life at all. Yes, their own children maybe, but not anyone else's children. Period. I've been a little bit tough on, on it today, but I mean what I'm saying. And out there also, start to study the Ten Commandments. And once we start to live according to the Ten Commandments, if you know what it means with the First Commandment, and this is what I've been talking about all the time, who is the God who's speaking? That is the love and light that lives within each one of us. And this is what it means to be created in the image of God. If we live according to that and put that first at any time, particularly when it doesn't work well for you, if you're sick, if you're unhappy, always put that thing first. Put that love and light first that lives within each one of us. This is how you create the better world. This is the only way we can save our world also. And there is hope out there. But only if the women stand up 
and the men with the feminine energy talking to them also because they have it. So now that is what you have to listen to. And in all that, in your choices, look back at the record of that person. What has he produced out there? What is his record? Is it good or not? Again, remember again from the Bible, you shall know them by their fruit. This is the whole solution to choose a leader. You shall know them by their fruits. If you go and pick a leader who has only looked for financial gains or power gains all his life, that is telling you a lot. That is telling you everything. Period. And that is just the way it is. We are going to do some meditation also, but I would like to mention one thing, and I hope that everyone is still there, because I have to give a big thank you to someone. It's also an announcement that a long time ago, I was going to Finland with a boyfriend at the time. (laughs) And when I stepped off the boat, the ship, there's a ship that goes between Stockholm and Helsinki all the time back and forth, a very good ship. And I stepped up with my friend. There was like a wind was going through the wind and kind of blowing right through me. And I said, this is your place where you have to work for a while. And it sat there in my mind, I have to go to Finland and do my work there. And then I met Circo Björklund. Circo is a woman, who, a Finnish woman, who married a Swede and lived in Sweden. And did the work similar to mine, not with the healing, but on my kind of love and light level. <laughs> and she met me. I think she came to me probably like a client, like most people kept to me first. And I mentioned to her, I had this feeling I had to go to Finland. And she said, I will fix that for you. And she was true to her word. She went back to Finland and she announced me. And now she introduced me to Finland. So now when I came to Finland, I had one fantastic contact after the other, all initiative by Circo. So a big thank you to Circo. But Circo passed away a few weeks ago, and I feel kind of touched when I say that, because Circo came back to me in spirit just a few days ago and said she was going to continue to work, and we were going to work together. She's on her side where she is, and I am here. And I think this is kind of nice for some people to know that, no, she's not gone. She's still out there doing her work. So I say this to Finland because Finland has come to be a very important part of my life. From the work we've done together and from the clients I have in Finland, and I still feel... Like, Finland has this spirit of England. 
my God, in the world, you don't know world, that Finland defeated Russia. Russia occupied Finland. And the Finns, Finnish people, the Finnish soldiers, managed to defeat Russians during the winter. Wow! This is something that the whole world should know about. The Finnish people have some kind of spirituality that connects them with nature in a a way that is so sensitive and so special that now Finland begin to work on who you are and you can start to help saving the world. I have the same feeling for nature here in Sweden And in Norway, Norway is so open to nature. And all these three nations, I don't talk about Denmark because Denmark is not quite part of this. Also, I have very few listeners in Denmark. (laughs) Maybe that has something to do with it. But I have so many listeners in Finland and in Sweden and, of course, in the world as well. So now countries even like Australia and Africa and, you know, China, you can listen to this talk about the Nordic countries. And I forgot to say United States and, and Canada as well. I have so many of you there. But there is a movement going on up here in the high north. And we have to strengthen this movement. And that is with the Nordic countries. Unfortunately, Russia, you have to start to change the leadership going on and get rid of your fear going on. So, and this is my strong opinion, with the Scandinavian countries, and I believe Finland will be probably first, then Norway and Sweden. Start a leadership in the world because also your climates are going to change because the ocean streams are now changing. The ocean currents are changing. And this is what I believe is happening in the world. The fishermen know that already. They cannot fish in the same places. They are fishing villages that are completely gone now. People have left them because there is no fish anymore. And the fish, they will follow the ocean currents. So there we are. Now, dear people, we're going to do a little meditation. I have enjoyed being with you today. And I thank the channel information that came in towards the end here when I was getting really excited about certain things. But this is who I am. I listen to my channel. And that's why I'm kind of upset when people tell me they've been channeled information. Yes, but who is your source of that? This is what counts. So now, begin to relax and relax and relax. You take a deep, deep breath. And I've been very spontaneous in my talk to you today. I hope you don't mind. It's not organized talk. It's just, wow, coming out. I have to organize myself 
more. I'm actually quite focused in many ways. But now, you and me both, we are going to get more focused on what we really want and wish for in life, which is more love and light and balance. And we like love and light and balance. We will have the good health and the good standard of living that we have always dreamed of having. So you relax and relax and relax. Relax and relax. You feel that energy of the light going through you. Yes, going through you. More and more and more. I am of the light. I feel, I have that light within me in my chest area. This is the God force within me. This is the original belief that this power of the universe actually lives within me, within each one of us. And you take a deep, deep breath. I am the light and you take a deep breath I am the light this is my way you feel this is the choice you're going to make to look at things the positive way first and clear away all darkness from around you it starts with one person at the time. You are the one right now. You begin to clear up your own life around you. I am the light. And you take a deep, deep breath now. You take a deep, deep breath. Suddenly it's like you stretch out your hand. And you open up your hands. It's like your hands are filling with love and light. And your hands are now filling up with this energy of love and light. And now you just take that to your own head and face. And brush off your head and face. And you do it one more time. And you fill with more you fill your hands with more light and brush yourself off. Cleanse yourself from all darkness. More, more darkness is disappearing from around you. And you can take that and cleanse your thoughts and just allow all dark Feelings of limitation go away and start to look at the good side about your life. There is a good life ahead of you and around you. 
you can pick that in your mind right now. And you take a deep, deep breath. You feel you are empowered. You take another deep breath and you inhale the energy of power. If you can look at the sky and open your eyes and look at the sky right now and if you see any blue sky or a star or sunshine, accept that right now and take it into your mind and say to yourself, I have the power. Yes, I have the power to do, to be, to say, yes, to sing. You begin to sing anytime to yourself because once you sing, you begin to ask the energies within you. This is who you are. You are a sound on this earth. And you create your own sound. Sounds of happiness is clear. And that is going to be your sound from now on that you are going to send a sound of clearance around you. And you feel light is now coming into you from above. You cleanse yourself from all off-balance conditions. You cleanse yourself from all darkness, all shadows. You don't need them. Get rid of them. Just throw them out with the love, with the light, as the active powers. The light is the truth about you. The light was the beginning of you. Then through living you might have covered your light, but now we are opening it again. And you open it, just brushing off yourself and open your heart to this love and light surrounding you right now. And you now send that love and light to the world and to those who need your love and light. Love and light is going to be sent out to the world. And you clear away any kind of darkness, any kind of obstacles. And you inhale power of love. Love is remarkable. It's not one of those little things you just talk about. It's actually something that exists. And you can feel it from people sometimes. I have met that many times. I am surprised how many time I'm, times I have met that love on my way. 
a kind of unconditional understanding or wish to help from total strangers on my path. And this is what you are going to attract. And you feel the light coming towards you from all around you. You take it in and it comes from above and now you send it on and as long as you send on your light, you send on your love and light, you will always get more and more. Those who get tired, they deplete from themselves. Now open yourself up to receiving more and more and more. And now slowly, 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 time for you to come back to the here and now. I am Helena Steiner-Holstein with the website www.findingyourinnerlight.com or the other website body soul connection.com and now I wish you a happy moment in the light and slowly slowly when you want to get out of this moment you count to seven and work yourself up one two three four five six and now number seven you open your eyes and begin to see a new world around you a world that you truly truly love thank you so very much i see you soon take care of yourself bye bye